Today's scripture is from the book of Genesis, chapter 18, verses 1 through 15. Hear these words of scripture. The Lord appeared to Abraham near the great trees of Mamre while he was sitting at the entrance to his tent at the heat of the day. Abraham looked up and saw three men standing nearby. When he saw them, he hurried from the entrance of his tent to meet them and bowed low to the ground. He said, if I have found favor in your eyes, my Lord, do not pass your servant by. Let a little water be brought and then you may all wash your feet and rest under this tree. Let me get you something to eat so you can be refreshed and then go on your way now that you have come to your servant. Very well, they answered, do as you say. So Abraham hurried into the tent to Sarah. Quick, he said, get three seahs of the finest flour and knead it and bake some bread. Then he ran to the herd and selected a choice tender calf and gave it to a servant who hurried to prepare it. He then brought some curds and milk and the calf that had been prepared and set these before them. While they ate, he stood nearby under a tree. Where is your wife, Sarah, they said. There in the tent, he said. Then one of them said, I will surely return to you about this time next year and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. Now Sarah was listening at the entrance to the tent, which was behind him. Abraham and Sarah were already very old, and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, after I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, why did Sarah laugh and say, will I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah was afraid, so she lied and said, I did not laugh. But he said, yes, you did laugh. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Thank you, Ruth. Last week, I shared about my first boyfriend, and I had several people come up to me afterwards um, concerned because they were, they were looking and they wanted that to be Russ, um, but my first boyfriend was not Russ. Um, but Russ and I did get married. And we got married, <laughs> isn't that nice? <laughs> That's nice. Uh, Russ and I got married on October 18th of 2008. And as soon as you get married, we learned that people start asking you, even at the reception, they start asking, so when are you going to have kids? And it's impolite to say, well, that's none of your business. So our answer was, in five years. We really didn't know when we wanted to have kids, 
But we knew that it was going that we it was going to be years from then because we were not in the place to have children. I was still finishing my undergrad because I was on the seven-year plan rather than the four-year plan of a usual undergrad. And Russ was still establishing his career as a photographer at that time. And it, it just wasn't the time for us to have a kid. But at the beginning of April, five months, we got the five right, Five months after we were married, I found out I was pregnant, and I laughed. And I still remember sitting in the front room in our house that we were living in in Boardman at that time, in a red chair, and I called Russ on my Blackberry, and I said to him, um, I'm pregnant. And he said, are you, are you kidding me? And I said, no. And then that weekend, we went to my parents, and I told my mom, and she said, nuh-uh. And I said, yeah. And she's like, nuh-uh. I said, yes, mom. <laughs> and then she laughed. We were in disbelief. We were all in disbelief, and we all laughed because Russ and I were babies ourselves. I had just turned 24. I was still in college. We were living on Russ's one income that really wasn't enough to live on, if you know what I mean. And it really just was not a logical time for us to have a child. But that's the way life is. Life is filled with things that fill us with disbelief. Things that we didn't think we could ever handle. Some of them are beautiful things like children, or, or a challenging career that we have, have dreamed for and prayed for. And then others, other things, are difficult tragedies, like, like a cancer diagnosis, or, or the loss of a job, the death of a loved one, or a pandemic. Our lives are filled with moments that are anything but ordinary. But thankfully, we have a God who is anything but ordinary and meets us in those moments. And so this summer, we're going to take a look at some of the stories of Abraham's family and the books of Genesis and Exodus. These stories of Abraham's families are filled with drama and disappointment, and they're punctuated by a God who, who keeps showing up persistently and, and creatively and lovingly. And these stories show us that the mess and the mundane of life, God is there. God is working in surprising and transformative and joyful and beautiful and unifying ways. And in today's scripture, we meet Abraham and Sarah. We encounter them and and we know that it, reading before this, and I do have to say that in seminary, we talked about how what a wonderful soap opera that the book of Genesis would make because it just has everything in it. And today, we see Abraham and Sarah, and we know that God has promised Abraham to make Abraham this great nation, to bless him and to, to make his offspring like, like the dust of the earth or the stars of the sky. If anyone could count them, the dust or the stars, then they could count 
that Abraham's family, how large it would be. But by now, Abraham and Sarah, they've heard this promise from God, but they are well past the age of when people usually have children. Abraham is around 100, and Sarah is 90. That's, I, I can't even imagine having a kid now. Like, that sounds exhausting. But they're this age, and that doesn't stop God. In today's scripture reading, God appears to Abraham through these three mysterious travelers. And once again, they are reminded by God of God's extraordinary promise to them. At the beginning of the story, we see three men appear in front of or near Abraham's tent. And it's in the middle of the day. And that itself is odd because in the desert, people avoided traveling in the middle of the day, the hottest part of the day. But maybe they were attracted to the big trees that Abraham had and they wanted to rest in their shade. And true to local customs and and the expected manners of that culture, Abraham welcomes these three travelers by offering them a place to rest in the shade and water to wash their feet and, and then something to eat. And part of their local custom then was to give more than you offered. And Abraham, we see him, he says, well, let me get you something to eat so that you can be refreshed and and go on your way. And it sounds like he is going to give them a snack, but instead he brings them a feast. He brings them fresh baked bread made with the best flour, fresh milk and yogurt and roasted lamb. And that lamb, that was really unusual because meat was reserved for very special occasions, the most special occasions. And as they enjoyed their meal, meal, these three travelers, Abraham waits nearby just in case they need anything else, going above and beyond with his hospitality to them. And then one of the travelers says, I will surely return to you about this time next year and Sarah, your wife, will have a son. And this next part, this is my favorite part, because Sarah, she's listening at the entrance of the tent because she she can't be out there with the guys. So she's in the tent, and she's listening. And she hears what the traveler says, and, and she laughs, thinking to herself, after I'm worn out and my Lord is old, I will now have the pleasure of a child, of a son, And I imagine her laugh being this big, (laughs) and she forgot that tents are not necessarily soundproof, so they heard her. And the traveler hearing Sarah says, why did Sarah laugh? And why did she say, well, I really have a child now that I'm old? And we know by this line that these are not just ordinary travelers, because Sarah thought that in her head. And here the traveler knows it showing us that this is not just an ordinary traveler, this is God. And the traveler says, is anything too hard for our Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time next year, and Sarah will have a son. Sarah laughs because it sounds crazy to her, for her to have a child. She and Abraham are skeptical. God has been promising this for years. 
and it hasn't happened yet. But yet again, they are reminded, is anything too hard for the Lord? And through this visitor, God tells them, here, this is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to do with you. My call on your lives, it includes my blessing, my provision, and my journeying with you. Yes, it sounded crazy, but God was going to be with them, and God was going to provide for them. When I found out that I was pregnant with our eldest, I laughed. We all laughed in our own way, because it seemed crazy for Russ and I to be in charge of another human being, especially a tiny human being that couldn't do anything on its own, and we had to keep it alive. That was insane. But a couple of months after we found out that I was expecting, we were getting, we were getting really excited. That, that nervousness and, and, and just absurdity of it turned into excitement. And on that Father's Day, Russ came home from work, and I, was so, I had bought him his first Father's Day card, and I was so excited to give it to him. But before I could hand it to him, he looked at me and he said, I lost my job today. And I still, I have a lump in my stomach thinking about that, wondering, what were we going to do? What was happening? And yet somehow, God provided, gave us just what we need exactly when we needed it. We never went without food or care or shelter. Russ got another job. And we have a beautiful preteen, and we couldn't imagine life without him now. God used our son to teach us how to love and to, to help us to grow into the people we are today. But that's life. Life is anything but ordinary. And thankfully, we have a God who is anything but ordinary and who is with us through all of it, through the mundane and the chaos and the mess and everything in between. And like Abraham and Sarah, God's promise to us is my call on your life. It includes my blessing, my provision, and my journeying with you. We are not alone in this journey. We have our God and we have one another. Thanks be to God. Amen. Now, as the band comes up and leads us in our next song, I want to invite those who are worshiping online to share any prayers that you might have in um, the comment section on Facebook or at prayer at brexelumc.com. And I want us all, let us prepare our hearts for prayer with this song. I invite you to please stand in body or in spirit.
break me apart I need you to open my eyes to see that you're shaping my life and all I Me. My flesh may fail, my 
God, you never will. I may be weak, your spirit strong in me. My flesh may fail, my God, you never will. Amen. You may be seated. We have several prayers that have come in this morning. Um, one, asking for prayers to help the children who are lonely, um, who are away from school for this summer and lonely. And, and also, I, I want to add to that those who are, um, whose, whose homes are not sanctuaries and they are home for the summer, um, prayers for them as well. And then uh, Dana asked for prayers for the communities that surround Nehemiah Mission, especially the ones the middle school group um, connected with this past week. Prayers for Paige and the rest of the Next Steps team, for Miss Mitty and Miss Vell with their community nourishing gardens, and for the kids and families that they met at Recess Clee, um, that they might continue to nurture, that we might continue to nurture these connections formed in Christ's love. And Jennifer asked for prayers for the entire Sladke and Hess family following the death, death of Alyssa. And Deborah asked for prayers for the healing of her body, for her family's salvation, and for her brother and sister. And I also want to add to that prayers um, for the family of Ethan Liming. Um, Ethan is the 17-year-old the boy who... Um, was killed in Akron at the I Promise School about a week and a half ago. Um, his dad is a United Methodist pastor, um, and we were um, able to pray with him and, and for him um, this past week at annual conference. And so um, just prayers for the family as they continue to process and, and mourn and, and care for them. And then also we did have um, annual conference, which is kind of like our annual meeting of, of our area churches, of United Methodist churches. And um, it was wonderful to be together in person after three years apart. And, um, and, and we, did some good, we did some good business. So that's always nice when you get to the end of the week and you actually did something instead of just sitting there. But we did do a lot of sitting. It's very tiring to sit. Um, and then also, um, because it's so tiring to sit, I will be going on vacation this week. And so, um, so and also I just want to lift up prayers for um, staff throughout the summer. Staff are um, utilizing this, quote, slower, and I say quote, and I'm going to knock on wood, okay, because I know that life is anything but ordinary, um, that as we take the, go into the summer, staff is going to be in and out, taking some time of refreshment and, and rest. And so um, I encourage you to pray for staff as we um, care for ourselves so that we can better care for you um, and, um, and rejoice in the ability to do that. So with all of that, let us go to our Lord in prayer. Holy God, we know that you hear our prayers. You hear the ones that we have lifted in voice, as well as the ones that lay heavy on our hearts. And so God, with open hearts and outstretched hands, we come to you. We come with our joy as well as our pain. 
With joy, we give you thanks for all of the blessings in our lives, for sunny days and birthdays, for weddings and positive test results and successful surgeries. God, we have so much to be thankful for, and we know that you are part of all of that. And yet, at the same time, in that same breath, we also carry much pain. And we desperately need your ears, your grace, and your healing touch. And so, God, we lift up to you all of that hurt that we carry. We pray for those who are struggling with cancer, with COVID, with addiction, with difficult family relationships, those recovering from surgery or mourning the loss of a loved one. God, we are grateful that you know each individual's needs, and we pray that your spirit might comfort them and that your wisdom might be revealed to them and to the people who care for them. Holy God, we know that you listen. We know that you are with us, so that we pray that you might be felt. You might hold our hurt, heal our wounds, and God, draw us closer to one another and closer to you. We pray all of these things in the beautiful name of Jesus, as we pray the prayer he taught his disciples. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we leave here, our hope is that you take God with you into the world and, and you take our mission of creating safe spaces to grow with God and one another with you and, and live that out in a world that needs safe spaces. And so we have several opportunities, and I, I wanna, we have lots of opportunities, and I want to highlight just a couple and encourage you to um, connect with our office. Um, you can go on our website or go to bumclinks.com to find out the plethora of ways that you can get involved and live out our mission. But one is to go and, and invite friends to join you at Worship in the Woods. Worship in the Woods is a fun time that we gather together. Um, the next one is on Saturday, June 18th at 9 in the morning, and we gather at one of the picnic areas in the reservation, and we go on a very short and, and easy hike together, um, and then we have a little worship service in the middle of the woods, and it's a beautiful space to recognize God's, God's creation and to celebrate that. And then we come back um, on the Saturdays and we have some um, muffins and some coffee together. And then also we, for worshiping here, we have many opportunities to serve. One is if you are interested and in, in skilled in singing or maybe even playing a guitar, we're in need of some guitarists and some singers. And so um, you're invited to, to join us in that. Let Jamie know or Michaela know. You have to look happy and raise your hands. Yay, don't you want to hang out with them? They're fun. 
um, let them know. And then also, if um, kids, if you would like to help bring in and out the light and be an acolyte, we are always in need of that, as well as ushers to help guide people and um, to greet people on a Sunday morning. All of these are ways to help people feel safe and feel welcome here as we have honest worship together. And then also, this morning we assembled 500 hygiene kits that are going to be given to those who are uninsured or underinsured at MedWorks clinics throughout the summer. And so um, we, are, we have purchased, we have put together all of these kits, and if you would like to make a financial donation to um, help create more kits, we're always in need of that, and then also prayers for the people who are delivering and distributing the kits at the end of, um, an, end of the month. And then finally, oh look, there's Leslie. Doesn't she look so happy? She's distributing the kits. You can be as happy as Leslie. Don't you want that? And then also, we have our home days coming up, and there's many ways to, to serve doing that. Um, we, have the, um, we have the booth where we're going to have a fishing game for the kids. We have a diaper-changing station. Sorry, Melanie, I'm going in the wrong order. And then we also have our pie-baking contest, and so we need help with volunteers on all of those things. It's going to be a great time to get out into the community and just have fun together. Um, with all of that, let us receive God's blessing to go into the world and be God's hands and feet. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Amen.